All right. Well, I guess we're back. It was a particularly long hiatus since the last time I made any content. I probably would have tried to space them out in terms of posting for a little while, but this is the first time in probably two or three months that I'm recording something new. Thanks for listening if you're tuning back in, and if it's your first time, just going to go over, you know, some stuff going on. My life in uh, what I see in, in various industries, I work uh, a big spectrum of experiences and perspectives in, in the Toronto and sort of Canadian markets. But all that aside, I think uh, I just, this one's really funny because I think the first ever couple episodes of this whole podcast was me playing Fortnite or Fallout whilst recording and, and going through the, the stuff. And that's actually for the first time in probably two years what I thought is what I find myself doing now. So I have a, <clears throat> I think like two days where um, my wife's taking our son to his grandparents or her parents, which is nice. So um, it's really so fun but also almost surreal to have any amount of time to yourself after having a kid because you're so you're sort of constantly on on alert like you're on call 24 7 indefinitely and so even when one parent is holding or handling the baby there's also sort of the obligation to help and or to offer help and so just to have sit there and have I wouldn't say total silence because we have two cats and one of them is an asshole but to have like that stillness is surreal so I'm choosing to fill it with Fallout 4 which is it's actually I'm making it sound silly but I, I've taken a lot of sort of a lot of projects and time to get things done so it's been nice uh, Fallout 4, though, has sort of this infinite replayability. Uh, just as I probably haven't moved the needle along very much since the last time I featured it on an episode, it's always... I don't know, you literally always can find something new. It, I bought the Nuka World expansion. Yes, Nuka World. Nuka Cola, yeah. So, you find... Uh, like a raider-owned amusement park with various, like, Disney World-style sub-parks. Good time. They have this sort of um, triumvirate raider council thing going on with these three warring tribes who have put it aside. And I was doing, I guess, like three separate missions and a lot of them were kind of confusing, and the instructions to me got a bit vague because, especially when you have to reference the map in, in the Nuka World setting, it's a different, smaller map, and it's sort of harder to read the name things of locations. I don't know. Maybe I'm making excuses. I don't know. So halfway through struggling to balance all these quests, I realized that you could actually, one quest-approved completion method is to wipe them all out because they're horrendous people. So, <laughs> saved a lot of time. My character is very much like a wander from place to place, do good for the, the locals when I can. I obviously spend a good amount of time fighting monsters. I'm a 
tremendously high level. I think I'm like 76 or something. So, I mean, the game, in theory, caps you out at 50. And then you're just free to, you know, grow as you go. But the amount of perks and stuff and inventory and weapons that you accumulate by then you just become unstoppable it's just wielding an axe and decapitating like one of the more formidable styles of deathclaw very easily because you hit at like 183 damage or something my character is like not a strength heavy character i think by now like i just have like grounded up to six or something but um, no, I mean, like, a charisma, luck, um, agility, intelligence, stuff like that. So, yeah, if you strength heavy, you're, <laughs> right now you're swinging for, like, 300 for some of your damages. I just discovered a new place, actually. It's called Evan's Home. It's this, uh, trailer. I'm just kind of pleasantly surprised, and I'm not making this up, but it really does reinforce that <laughs> there's just still so much to do. Uh, I'll look through that in a minute, I guess. So, yeah, Fallout. Uh, solid. It's cheap. Go for it. I know everyone, the rage is to, to buy the Witcher games because um, the show is, is delicious and everyone enjoys the, the Witcher, and that's great. Toss a coin for your Witcher and all that. But um, it, it's, <laughs> it's like a shortage of the actual game itself. I went to uh, several game stores with... A uh, buddy of mine, Jeff, and we were looking for, he was searching for a copy. I think there were three different, not just stores, but styles of store. Like, we went to, like, a retro independent game store and an EB Games, which is, like, the local GameStop style. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, evasive. It has become elusive. I guess in light of the game's popularity and everyone wants to have that experience. Uh, it's funny because people always, uh, they argue and they say, no, it's just because it's such a good game. And that's not true because I was eyeing purchasing it for myself a little while ago because my wife has a copy of it and I think that she was going to play it and I wanted to like play through simultaneously. I don't want to hear spoilers or anything. Cause I've only ever like played the first level? The like a first boss that you hunt or something. I don't I'm not too clear. But yeah, I remember there were like a lot of the Minibi games used. Yellow stickers. <laughs> the show comes around though, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's so great. I wanna wanna do that. But Walmart and or Amazon. Uh I s Joker I think we covered last time. I mean I I bought it, so I'm gonna watch that again and that's gonna be great. Um, yeah, I feel like t today's script, or lack thereof, is, is just a more of a we're back type situation. Um, having a kid is definitely very, uh, consuming. And not in a negative way, just it's very, there is just so much of your day and your hours and your manpower and your finances that go into, like, this project, so to speak. And it... He's cute as a button, and it's, you know, there's no regrets or anything. Like, we, we're both very just in awe of him all the time, and it's very cute. But it's like you can you can balance it with other things, but it's, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, and you're only, <laughs> only so much human in a human, man. 
So it's he's uh, not quite walking, but he crawls super fast and he's able to stand up and uh, it seems like he should be able to walk. I think he just doesn't want to or he's not willing to risk doing it. We're recently given him solid food, so now three times a day we, we sit down with him and we have uh, a meal, which is, you know, a good time most of the time. So if I feed him certain times, certain days, he's a pleasure and he eats a lot of it. And then a, a small minority of times my wife can do it and he's really happy, but largely he doesn't like her feeding him. I think it's because he just prefers breast milk and he knows with me there's no food alternative like this is, you know the only thing you can get so um we eat with him though for three meals a day like breakfast is usually a couple strawberries and some like a piece of toast cut in a strip that is safe for him with some butter and he's really picky he doesn't really eat a lot so but he's like very long he's like a lean long baby like a bunch of teeth and he's crazy strong so some form of super baby so to speak but it's exhausting and apparently he's like underweight despite the fact that we try to fatten him up like a Christmas turkey but yeah um lots of podcasts listening to I think uh I've been doing one of those long stints of uh solo work and that's always when I come to that kind of material. And there is... Uh, I'm a long-time CinemaSins uh, fan. Tragically, I've never I've never dived into the music video sins, the TV sins, largely because I, I think when I looked off and I didn't, I didn't know like the music video or the TV show, but they've done so many now that I've started to get into it, and they're great, you know. If you like the content of one, there's really... Even if... So, you know, for example, a song you never heard of, or the same way, even if it's a movie you've never heard of, you know, it's still, you know, Jeremy's funny, and it's a great time. So, Sincast is <laughs> what gets me going. That's, like, yeah, I've, I've long talked about how that's probably the most quality, hilarious, uh, movie-based podcast out there. And I was skeptical... At, I'm always skeptical with, I don't know, I guess with everything, but with new new content that's sort of a spin-off or a branch-out kind of thing with uh, one half of the cast of something and a half of it being new. Just I was skeptical that Behind the Sins would be not not great. feel a little forced, maybe. But I've come to really enjoy the chemistry that those people have and just the the character of it, I guess. There is a, a conversational train and a vibe to it. Of, that's the combination of everyone's input, and then there's always Chris. Um, not Chris, sorry. Um, uh, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> sorry. <coughs> the uh, extremely tall... Uh, Christian, sort of pro-social justice gentleman. His name escapes me, but he's wonderful. He's sort of the host that keeps things moving along. And uh, Jonathan and Danae are the other two. See, that's the the one name I'm missing. So, uh, you know, 
it's really good. They have a good chemistry, and it's a, extremely entertaining. I love when they have one of the so A team and B team is what they call them. When they, when the A team arrives there, it's that's always fantastic because it's sort of not only is it always just fun to hear those guys, but it's good to get that perspective on the behind the scenes and to hear because effectively. I found this more I- enjoyable because of Danae, because I think um, the same way I was a long time a fan of One Piece, I'm a bit of a derailment here, and I'm going to use that as a reference. One Piece has Usopp, who's the like lovable but you know tragically mortal and limited human stand-in and, and conduit for the audience and, uh, amongst the crew of pirates. And great character, great manga and anime. But Danae comes at it, not in a negative way, but as like a person who is actually a fan of of the content. And that just comes out so earnestly, and and she seems like a very honest person. And it's it's just an enjoyable, I don't know, there's sort of a wholesomeness to it, and also a, a... a feeling of solidarity and that this is a person who's like asking the questions that I would want to be asking if Chris was there and Jeremy was there, for example. So, you know, power to the three of you guys. The, the channel is fantastic. Um, both of them now, which is obviously going to make Sin Week all the better. Get everybody together. That's the personal goal. Not, not this year, I think, because of, you know, the previously mentioned baby exhaustion, but following year. I have a brother living in the States now. I try to go out to Chicago and then go see Sin Week. Um, yeah, I'm tragically just a lurker in that scene. I've been a fan since, like, <laughs> everything wrong with the Avengers. But the first time I came out and diligently have, like, seen everything and listened to everything, but I still have, like, weird online internet commitment things and I don't want to, like, sign up to a Patreon or anything. <laughs> I'll send them, like, $100. I just have a weird, you know. Soon, though. Uh, gonna go see Birds of Prey this weekend. I think, like, I got some scheduling issues to get through, but that's... I want to get it right. Birds of Prey and... Or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn or something. <clears throat> I don't know. I respect what they're trying to do. Margot Robbie's great. Like they, they could not have cast better. And if she's apparently had the creative input in this that they say she had, I have high hopes. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe at this point we'll leave it there. This was more just to jump back in. I also felt like if anyone was a cool enough person to be a reoccurring listener. I felt like you deserved an explanation as to why the content had stopped. Um, they still paid me for the previous episodes a, a total of zero dollars and zero cents. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually started recently uh, my own business. and I do consulting work and I feel like, it, not in an advertising push myself way, but Uh, I do predominantly business development consulting, which is to say I help, like, small, medium-sized businesses grow and become more visible on Google and more 
prevalent and, you know. <clears throat> Hang on a second. Sorry, battling a cold. Drinking ginger ale to battle that cold. Yeah, I just help. Uh, for example, I work with a construction company, and so I help get them a website, streamline that site, build a bunch of social media platforms, get them a following, make them the number one name when you look on Google, and their Google review is really good, and all those things that when you're looking for business in tw you know the 2020 day and age, it's the equivalent of like having a really good spot in the yellow pages. When you're looking for a business, you, whether you realize it or not, you have this sort of like, ooh, you know, page two of Google. I don't want. I don't want to deal with that. If you're not on page one, you don't even exist. It's like that mentality for a lot of things. So, uh, yeah, everyone's business is online now, and so it's it's really become blossoming. I mean, I have a few people that I work with here and there. Just to, like we come into contact, working with each other in the same industry, and I know of even more out there and it's it's really a growing industry uh i also as a passion project sort of more of a labor of love um i do location consulting for film and tv shows and i did it i, I had a lot of really exciting films and tv series that i got to work on in the past year or two but uh this year it's just been some small projects but most of it the you know the more lucrative side is obviously business consulting but there's something really fun about being able to know the city well enough to down to a, a specific pinpointed area, say, oh, you're looking for a fight by the dock? I got exactly the spot. And, like, you take them to where they got to go. And I have a lot of connections in, in um, like, property management and security and, and a lot of areas, like venues. So I can, you know, get us the, the in we need to book a place or get the clearance to film. Yeah, so I doubt this is applicable to any of you listening, but it's one of those if if you if you're interested in doing something for yourself, like if you feel like you have a lot that you can offer as a business but you hate working with other people, not only do I feel you, but that's the way to do it. You go you make yourself a website. I would recommend Squarespace. I really hope they get me a referral link if I'm going to send people there, but fuck it. <laughs> you do you. Get get yourself moving. I, I was telling like a family member this recently, so this is genuine advice. Just make your business real. Establish yourself. Decide what you want to do. And obviously look into your relevant tax laws and stuff for your wherever you live. You're not going to get like arrested for having like a, a company exist under your name and not filing where i live i think under thirty thousand dollars if you're not making that annually you don't have to even report a lot of your business stuff so or i'm looking into it i'm not your legal advice yeah it should go without saying just what you need to do is is just sort of actualize what you're what you're after i was speaking to an artist and i'm just pushing her to just you know get not even an SLR camera or anything. Get like an iPhone, put all your art in either in a frame or lean it up against a brick wall or something. Take the photos, same format for each one. Upload it, to, you know, sending photos to a, something from a phone is so fucking easy. It's built in. And make a website. And you do it in a day. They give you like a two-week trial to see if you like it and how you like it. 
And then it's a really modest, like, 20, 30 bucks a month or a year. I don't know. Like, it's not a bad cost, but that's the cost of having a business. So I did it. It's great. I've got a few clients. Um, I've, yeah, I'd love to work with anybody in, in a lot of various capacities, which has been really cool. Um, I do a lot of writing, a lot of sort of stuff in, in the sort of safety industry. And, yeah. So... I was very distressed. I mean, I'm still not 100% <laughs> in terms of a career because uh, I'm doing some other work on the side as well, and it's exhausting and not really what I want to be, be doing. But it's everything sort of gives you that perspective and that, I hate saying character growth or development because it makes me feel like an RPG character. But um, yeah, it's something that, when it needs to be done and you have to do the job and work the task and there's there's no way around it, then I, I've been told it says something about you. So that's what I tell myself in front of the mirror when I also like I'm a bright shining star, you know, every morning. But uh, yeah, so I don't know what you listen to this podcast for. I hope uh, you're getting some dose of what you came here looking for. I guess it now comes with some free pseudo-business advice. But uh, A lot of cool movies coming out. A lot of cool games coming out. PS5 is being like tickled in front of us. It's going to be like way more money than anyone wants to spend, and then it'll go into a bunch of sales and Christmas, Boxing Day time. I don't know. I, I'm still... I still feel like the PS4 is fucking new. Half these games are like within the past year have come out. So, such is the way it is with consoles, though. Uh, I feel PS3 games still have a bunch of replayability. I don't. I don't play my PS2 because a it's not plugged in and it's in like a dank storage box. But sometimes the mechanics and the graphics make me a little. I don't know, just not interested, I would say. Like, I'll play a PS1, and its pixeliness is, is, is sort of nostalgic in its own way. And I, I do routinely play an N64. I have the same one from my childhood. So, Jacob, if you're ever listening to this, I can kick your ass at Smash again. Um, but we can we can always play the older, much older consoles more easily than the recently older ones. PS2's got some stellar titles. My favorite game of all time is Shadow of Rome, which is on the PS2. But, yeah, the PS3, like I'll, I'll run my Red Dead Redemption. No, that's not the right game. Dead Rising. <laughs> Staring at Red Dead Redemption, thinking about it. I will run Dead Rising uh, 2, or 1, but 2. Any day of the week, 40 minutes, crushing it, Killing zombies with houseware. Put it back on the shelf. Like it, it's a great. It, it's catharsis. Any any time you have anything negative going on, you beat it out through that, and don't don't beat it out. Oh, poor phrasing. Um, yeah. Like I said, I guess way too long ago, and then got off track. I guess we are gonna leave it there. Next time I'll probably have seen more movies. Maybe we'll make it about that. And. Yeah. I also should note that we're looking to move, obviously. We're, we're Canadians provincially. We're looking at other provinces and stuff. 
And so the specific uh, life path, I guess, or general directional chart that we have going on is is up in in it's up in the air right now. So if we do happen to remain in Toronto, which is where we're based out of in I think the year twenty twenty two, I've decided I'm running for mayor, so you heard it here first. We're breaking that story here. Uh there's very little prep work you can do until then. It's pretty much only a couple months beforehand that anything happens. So I wish I could be like proactive towards that and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out there, do some do some politicking. I don't think that's the word, but um I'm trying to think of an oh brother where art thou when they meet those like the guy going to the recording studio to do his his political you know he's meeting his constituents or he's he's broadcasting out some sort of I don't know, propaganda is like a political commercial, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I I've seen so much of this city in terms of a work uh, environment. I, I've worked in everything from fast food to office management to you know, I've been a crossing guard, a baker, a Japanese restaurant, sushi chef. Um, I've worked in advertising and marketing. Uh, the federal government worked for myself. I've worked for family. I've worked for um, people who didn't even speak a lick of English. And, you know, I, I, I've worked for everyone in every corner of this city. And I've not only that, I've lived in, without a lie, I think this is either the 17th or 19th place in the city that I've lived because of a combination of divorced parents and being a poor student who moved around a lot and throw in some ex-girlfriends into that mix. Though never leaving Toronto, I've lived in every corner of the city, south, east, north, west, like hella neighborhoods and, and just from Etobicoke to Scarborough and North York to the downtown core, man. So... I love this city, but I, I see it like a family member who's sick and not doing so great, and you just need to help them along a little bit, and then they'll like get the spring back in their step that they need. And there's a lot of great stuff happening now. There's a lot of great programs and, and people that are pushing the city forward, but I think that there are never enough people who see it from the ground level who get that voice heard. And that's what I want to be. I want to be able to bring not only my own voice, more importantly, the voice of, of everyone around me who doesn't feel like they have one, who waits in the, the rain for a bus for 25 minutes that's supposed to be a five-minute wait and just grumbles and accepts it because they don't think that there's anything that they can even do that, that will make a difference. And what's the point? I hate that attitude. There's always a point, and there's always something that people can do. And nobody should get away with wronging anyone. So a city and a city service is is no exception, and it has an obligation to its citizens. So I want to help the city be the best it can be. Vote 2020 
for me. I don't know if it rhymed. I, I kind of decided to go for that at the end. I'm not married to that idea. But yeah, I'm going to play more Fallout, and I wish you guys the best. It's snowing like it's fucking Hoth outside, so it's doing that for you as well. Enjoy it. Put on uh, the Netflix Christmas log thing and make a hot cocoa. If you have to be out in it, that sucks. I'm sorry. And if you live somewhere with no snow, congrats. You're super cool. Also, I'm trying out a archaic headset earpiece gaming rig for this recording. So if there's been like persistent background creaks and sounds. You have my deepest apologies, and I could not be much sincerely sorry about it. But it makes me feel like my jaws rattling around. It's like a creaky grinding noise, and I'm not 100% sure it's not coming from my jaw. Pretty sure it's that set, but I'm going to check into that, you guys. Thanks for listening, and yeah, no, it's not my jaw. I'll see you next time hear you now. I don't know. I always hate that because I'm not going to see you at any time. I don't see anybody. I'm not going to hear you. You're the ones hearing me. So I'll speak you next time. That sounds awful. Speak you next time, guys.